Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to Synchronicity Web TV. I am your host, Nadia Shaw, and this is your moment of synchronicity. Well, today I am celebrating with you, Cameron Allen, once again. So a lot of you who've taken classes at Synchronicity University or watch Synchronicity Web TV, well, you know who Cameron Allen is, but so many people know who he is. He is so brilliant, uh, truly a shining star in the field of medical astrology or rather health-related astrology. Well, I am so really grateful that Cameron is going to be coming to Synchronicity University and teaching a five-part course called Medical Astrology, a holistic approach, and he will teach it at as only he can. Now, I'll tell you, I had a chance to sit in on one of the classes that Cameron taught last year at Synchronicity University, and he has so much knowledge, so much brilliance, but all the students really felt the love that he has as well, the love for the topic that he's teaching, the love for the learning process, and it really was such a special thing that so many students got in touch with me afterwards and said, bring Cameron back, bring Cameron back. And so now here he is, he's back. This very special five-week course is choose your tuition rate until the end of February 2022 only for as low as just $5 a class, which is an unheard of rate to learn from this caliber a teacher. Now, as a side note, I want to say for Synchronicity University, I had this vision of making really top quality astrology classes really accessible to the masses, to as many people as possible. And I wanted the most brilliant astrologers in the world to teach at my school. And Cameron Allen really is an example of me living that intention come true. So I'm so grateful here to celebrate with you today, Cameron Allen. Welcome, Cameron. Hey, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. <laughs> I just always love tapping and tuning in with you and everybody at Synchronicity University. And I'm excited to teach again because that was yeah, it was such a good energy when I taught the last time. And so I'm excited to do it again. And you have such a knack for it, Cameron. I mean, I know you have the background, like you have the wisdom, you have the knowledge, you have the education, but then also the way in which you're able to help people understand the lessons really did stand out to me. But I want to take it a little bit of a step back. Like what brought you, because I know your background is health related, but something at some point you made a connection between health and astrology. How did that happen for you? So really, it all started at the spiritual supply store I work at here in Memphis, Tennessee, because I was practicing herbalist here because in the city, I'm known more as an herbalist than I am an astrologer. So I would look at herb books and I would just see like, oh, cayenne goes with Mars. And that makes sense because it's really, really hot and it's really, really fiery. But there was other plants that didn't necessarily make so much sense to me. It's like, well, why would this go with Mars? So I was like, OK, let me start asking people questions. So I would ask people questions like, what do you know about astrology? And it seemed like, not to say nobody knew anything about astrology, but not enough to my liking or like to reach my curiosity for me to want to learn from someone. So I just went down the rabbit hole of picking up astrology books. I know I did, it was like at least three months of every day, I would just pick up an astrology book in the shop and I would just like read a passage about a planet just so I can build like a relationship with it. Um, but also even reflecting back further than that, before I actually got into astrology, back in college, I was like into alchemy. And so also like learning like some of the planets based off of like the psychological states of being. But I wasn't really into the astrology of it. I was just looking at alchemy and I didn't even realize I was making that connection until like I got deeper into astrology. And I was like, oh, yeah, wait, I already kind of know some of this stuff. 
so yeah, I would say just working at a spiritual supply store and my curiosity just led me down the path of wanting to learn astrology. And yeah, I just kept going down that rabbit hole. And then a few months after I was learning astrology, I had an experience driving down the highway of like the glyphs and the information coming through me in a more nonlinear fashion. And so from there, it's just been imprinted in my psyche ever since. A couple of things I wanted to ask you based on what you just said. So the first thing I want to ask you is, you mentioned having a relationship with the planets. And I love that you put it that way because I am such a big believer in having a relationship with the sky. And some people have a stronger relationship with the signs, some people with the planets. I know for me, I see the planets as sort of these ancient deities, these ancient gods that are connected to me. So I remember when I was really starting to get into astrology, what I would do is I did like a planet a year. So literally like the year of Jupiter, I got really into education, the year of the sun. I really, really got into hanging out in the sun and I bleached my hair platinum blonde and and all these different themes that show up with the different years. Can you talk about for you, can you talk about what it means to you to have a relationship with the planets? Why do you put it that way? What does that mean to you? Yeah, so honestly, and also I, I learned a lot from the School of Evolutionary Herbalism with a, my teacher, Sage Apopolam, and he would always just say, go out in nature and let nature teach you, you know? So in doing that, I would just start noticing subtle differences on specific days of the planets, you know, like planetary days. So that's pretty much how I built my relationship with the planets. And also not only that, but on specific days, like let's say Monday, I would drink mugwort. And then on Tuesday, I would have like fiery hot foods, you know, things like that. That's how I started out. So it was really direct transmissions from like tactile experiences or like tastes in like foods and and herbs that started building my relationship internally, you know, being able to feel what that feels like. Like, what does Mars feel like? What does Mercury feel like in my body? And then from there, I started doing like this thing where I essentially would put that costume on every day. So like on Tuesdays, and it's so funny because the people that I worked with didn't even know I was doing it. But every single Tuesday when I came in, people would wait for like a few hours to talk to me because I was just very harsh, you know, because like it's the day of Mars. So I would be very much more harsh. I would have just got done doing like a more like pump up workout. I would like say things very directly on that day. So I would just I would still be me in a sense. But I would be like putting on this like filter of the planetary day, you know, like on Wednesdays, I would be talking a lot and just giving people a lot of information and keep it, you know, so it's like very mercurial. And on Saturdays, um, I didn't necessarily embody Saturn in a like at work, I would say. However, like I would wake up way earlier that day and I would just be in reflection and be still and study. And then at night, I would also like do things that are very like studious and also things that will keep me healthy for the long term because I was working so much at that time. So, yeah, I would just put on that face every day of the planets. And after a while, it just like kind of morphed into like my being. And so in a sense, I have I kind of have the essence of each one of them in me. And so that's my relationship to them in general. And I like to build relationship with all things because I always see myself as all things and nothing. So, yeah, it just, it just helps me embody, embody the planets in that way. That's how I did it for the most part. 
there's other things that I did that I know I'm forgetting because there was all there was like crystals, there was oils and blah, blah, blah. But that's the general synopsis that I'll give for now. I like to build a relationship with all things is what you said. That's pretty powerful. Um, yes, I know that includes the planets, but how would you describe that? Is that being receptive? Is that being intuitive? Because, I mean, I see that lovingness in you. That I think that that's being loving is that willingness to connect with, as you said, all things have that relationship with all things, but you also have, um, very strong, like intellectual side and ability to communicate, to teach as well. And so what does it mean to you to have that sense of a relationship with all things? And how do you connect that to how you communicate, how you teach? Yeah. So it's really about starting from the beginning and the beginning is there's only one thing They're like, we're all interconnected. So from that space, I know I can be more loving and, you know, and I tend to have a more jovial connectivity kind of energy to me, especially in neutral or like happy, loving spaces. But in other spaces, I know how to love people because I tell them to back up real quick, you know? So it's like, that's also helping me create a connection with them and be in relationship with them. I need you to back up so that we can still be caring because if not, then I might not be, and I want to be loving and caring, you know? So it's like, I know, I know I am a part of them and so I need them to back up. So the part of me that is like loving and can come from a caring place can like still shine through, you know, it, because they're reflecting to me something about myself, but it's just not the part of myself that I necessarily want to like activate. So that still allows me to be in connection with them and not make them wrong or bad or like other them, but to like still be in connection with them, even if it's like some friends that I have, right? Like I don't talk to them, but once every eight months, because that's how I can stay in connection with them because I understand we're interconnected and I understand how, and it's even more elaborate, like the interconnection between like their relationship with their family and what happened to them when they're younger and how that relates to me in the moment with them, you know, just being able to be curious and consider all these things allows me to be in connection with all things, you know, it's like, the weather changes how somebody might act. So if it's hot outside and somebody gets snappy with me, I can be in a better relationship with them because it's hot outside. So of course you're going to be more aggravated and angry, but that has nothing to do with me, but I'm connected to the weather outside that's hot. So that allows me to be more connected to you as well. When you get angry with me and I can stay cool now, you know, so it's, it's, it's almost as if there's like, there's so many variables that you can't even count them all but that's okay. I'm not worried about that. It's about knowing the relationship that you know, and just continuously to continuing to build that so that you know how to adjust or be in connection with, or move into lean into and move away from, you know, and that's how I look at medical astrology too. Like being able to see all those things allows you to take longer showers or take colder showers or um, go slower at certain points of the day and things like that based off of your chart. And yeah, just in general, you know? Yeah. So that's what I say. So that's a, actually a great segue because, you know, I, I, there's so many things I could talk to you about. I love, like, once you start talking, my mind just starts uh, expanding as well. But I love that you just mentioned that connection to um, medical astrology, because I was thinking the sky is a type of weather, right? The planets and what's happening is a type of weather. And our own birth chart and understanding our own birth chart is a type of understanding of our own 
personal climate as well. And so I love that you connect things very practically. Like, like you just said, if there's something happening in your chart or something happening in the sky, you're able to say, Hey, it would be a good time to take a long shower, be a good time to take a cold shower. And so can you talk a little bit about that? How do you understand that connection between our physical selves and our connection to the sky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, and you like intuitively get it so well, because even when you just said that the way you moved your hand, that's exactly what it's, that's exactly what it's like. It's always these, like, you could see them as potentially as micro adjustments, or you could see it as a flow or a dance or a play, you know, depending on people's state of mind, I just invite all of those things and maybe none of those things, uh, because, you know, that's how somebody will orient towards it and it'll help them get it better. Um, so it is always this like dynamic play. Uh, that's the way I look at it. But so it's like, we have to know first the qualities of things. And so I say the qualities of things because it is that broad to me to begin with. But first it's like, if I look at my birth chart, but I don't know like what is the quality of hot versus what is the quality of cold, right? And that's like a polarity or a binary. But then what is the quality of like kind of warm, but getting colder or cold, but a little warm or so cold that it feels hot, you know, like, do you know those qualities and how do you experience that in your personality? How do you experience that in the weather? How do you experience that in food? How do you experience that from a specific planet? You know, cause if you know the weather outside and that directly corresponds to a taste or food and that corresponds directly to a planet, then you're like, Oh, I know that thing. Right. So then if you know the quality of it, then you know how to be in connection and relationship with it. So it will essentially, it brings you to a point, ideally speaking, or I feel like it's brought me to a point where I know where Jupiter becomes excess versus Jupiter being abundance, right? And so just being able to understand the qualities of anything at any point in time, but in specifically in this context, it's astrology, that's what allows us to be able to like attune to quality. So first we would have to learn hot, cold, wet, dry, and then all these other qualities that oftentimes aren't spoken about, I feel like, from just a standard humoral perspective. You know, I, I tend to go into different directions with my Gemini moon and pull things from different traditions and, and try to honor them in synthesizing all of them together, you know? And so we're going to also gonna be talking about qualities from uh, Ayurveda, which they call the gunas. So it's just like 20 qualities that we, we will learn in class too as well that'll we'll implement that into each each person's studies of astrology, right? It's like I will I'm gonna give people invitations to even practice or figure it out themselves and like be at play with those qualities. So it doesn't have to be so well Cameron said the calculation for the constitution is five points for this and then three points for that. It's like we can do that and we will in some ways, but to be able to go out in public or in life in general and be able to see those qualities allows you to know in each moment how to play, adjust, dance, micro, manage even, or, you know, just like see the whole scale. So yeah, that's what I would say. And what you're speaking about, this idea of the humors and hot and cold and wet and dry, this is actually very ancient. This goes right to the right to the roots of astrology, really. 
And I'm thinking about Hippocrates, who spoke about this idea of the humors as well, and how medical astrologers in the um, medieval times, the doctors were astrologers. They were looking at your chart as well to understand how to bring balance to the chart. So this is something with a very long established tradition, but at the same time, because we are in the modern world and we're modern astrologers, we're sort of continuing to build on that ancient wisdom as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Always thinking about like standing on the back of giants. That's what I always think about because none of my ideas are my ideas and all my ideas are my ideas synthesized, you know? And so I always just keep both of those things like, yeah, again, in dynamic play and like understanding that from a place of, being very humble and also from a place of very confident at the same time. And, and that's how I want people to be able to move into medical astrology or what I would even like call like holistic health and astrology, just to move it away from it being like, you know, so especially being in the West. So even just to take a step back, Iyengar yoga in the West is kind of Iyengar yoga, but over in, in India, it's called medical yoga. Right. But it's like no one would probably dare call it medical yoga in the West because you're not a doctor. You can't you know. So it's like I respect that. You know, that's the system that we're in. But I also that's why I kind of sometimes move it towards what I call holistic health and astrology, because the word medical sometimes inflames people or scares people or pushes them away because they're thinking that they can't use medical astrology because you have to be a doctor to diagnose people and all this other stuff. And that's not even what we're doing here, especially not right now. And also, if you get into medical astrology, you'll learn later anyway that we never diagnose, we holistically evaluate anyway. So, you know, and then that'll also be things that I bring into the course about like how to talk about these things or how to be able to practice in a way that it's like first internal, like you've internalized it, embodied it, but then also being able to take it out into the world, whether that's the world as in your family and do it in a safe way, in a way that you feel comfortable, that you don't feel like you're, you know, doing some like malpractice or something, you know, it's, it's like telling somebody with a bunch of fire in their chart to drink more water is something that's very simple. Telling somebody with a lot of earth that's like, hey, like you really do need to get moving. You know, these are really simple things that people, even if you're not a medical astrologer, to bring this holistic view into your practice, it's, it, it can be so, so helpful. Because just sometimes those little reminders can be so big for people. So yeah, went on a little tangent there, but- No, yeah, I love that. it. That's what we're here for. That's we're here Absolutely. to hear your tangents. What? You're brilliant. <laughs> the, the, and the tangents, you know, what are they really? They are us, I think. When we go into that flow and into that energy, it's like we're getting some self-critic out of the way and we're just letting ourselves speak. We're letting ourselves connect to something, whether that's our own belief, whether that's our own wisdom. And I think- that can be part of when we are at our very best is when we just allow ourselves to flow with our ideas and you with a Gemini moon, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay. So this class, I mean, there's just so many things like when you talk, as I said, and maybe it's because I have an air sun, I have a grand trine in air. So like when you talk, all these new questions and things come up for me, but I want to be sure that we do mention that this course is a five-part course. And as I mentioned earlier, Choose Your Tuition Rate is on now till the end of February 2022, as low as just $5 a class. But over the course of this five-week course, Cameron goes through the signs, the planets, the houses. And so you really do take this very thorough approach 
to understanding astrology from a medical or a holistic perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. And I specifically put it in that order in which we'll be, I will be repeating things multiple times so that it can like really like sink in. Right. So like the intro will be like an overview and then I'll talk about how to decondition uh, yourself with like health and like even redefining diet, you know, just certain things like that. And then in the second, in the second class, we'll be talking about the elements. In the third class, we'll be talking about the planets. The fourth class, we'll talk about the houses. And the fifth class, we'll talk about how to synthesize all these things and, and use it in a practical way. Whereas like, as soon as you're done with the five week course, you'll be able to apply a lot of principles and feel confident in moving into it. Right. It's not to say that you're going to have some type of mastery necessarily, which you potentially could depending on where you're at, but you will be able to apply principles immediately because even with thinking about it, like I've specifically made it that way because you have elements and then you have planets and then those are the main components that make up the signs, you know? Uh, so it's just like doing those things in that order makes it to where like, you got this, you got this, and you actually already have ways of understanding things before you even try to get to like, well, now I have a planet and a sign in the house. It's like, okay, okay, okay. You, you got somebody, you know how to see if they have too much hotness, too much coldness, too much wet, too much dry. So just simple, practical techniques and tools and tips like to give people, you know, before we even move into all the elaborate synthesizing of the things. You know, sometimes it's like so much there. I'm like, well, I don't know what to do now. It's like they have a lot of air. Tell them to breathe. You know, like how many breathing practices do you know? And I'll give a few breathing practices. So they have a lot of fire. Learn how to cool people down in certain ways. You know, like, how do you do that? You know, just giving people practical things like that so that they can apply it immediately, like I was saying. Yeah. And I do want to remind people that, you know, as I like to say, one lifetime isn't enough to know all there is to know, especially within astrology. I mean, it's just so vast and there's so much wisdom. And so it helps a lot to just be patient with yourself and to practice. Like really that's key. The more you practice anything, the more you move towards mastery. And so this is a wonderful introductory course, whether you know nothing about medical astrology or whether it is that you do already know, but you want to see and understand from a different perspective, from that more holistic perspective that Cameron brings, um, this class would be a great fit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I even go, it's not that even that I go beyond astrology. It's just that I bring in the other factors that aren't being discussed in astrology. Oftentimes, you know, it's like what happens if you have a hot, if you're a hot person and you live in the cold versus if you're hot and you're in the hot, in the hot season. And, you know, it's just thinking about things like that and being able to just not even have to think about it, but observe it and feel it and experience it and know it and be in connection and relationship with it so that you can be in harmony with your environment and within yourself. It's a powerful thing, you know, to strive to be in harmony rather than to constantly tell life what we want life to be, um, to have that sense of being willing to learn from life. I think that's one of the gifts of astrology is just being willing to learn from the cycles and be open to the cycles as well. Now, you did say something earlier that I wanted to touch on because you talked about how 
we are uh, standing on very broad shoulders. And I see it a little bit differently. I mean, I see it the same way, actually, but I articulate it a little bit differently. I love that you said that because I see it as um, lineage and ancestors and how we are the descendants of um, wherever it is that our spirit calls us, like when it is that our spirit calls us to a practice like astrology or a school of philosophy, um, there is this long tradition of people who have practiced astrology, who've contributed to its evolution. And so when we today practice astrology, they are essentially our ancestors. We are honoring them through our practice, but we also are their descendants and we will contribute to our descendants who will be future astrologers. How do you, um, what do you think about that? The way that I articulate it? Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and even just thinking about like no energy can be destroyed. It just changes and transmutes. It's always happening, you know. So the energy from the astrologers that were in the 8th century has transmuted and come to me and it never ended. It just found its way to Cameron and it's going to find its way to the people listening right now. So and it'll keep going on forever and ever. Wow. Now, earlier you said something about how you were driving and you saw glyphs and everything just kind of made sense to you. And I wondered if you saw the matrix, like if you've ever watched the matrix, because it's so much of like, as you described that, it reminded me of that movie and that movie, like really the first part really, really changed my life. And I'm, you know, I see so much of who whom I've become today is rooted in watching that movie in 1999. Uh, and so, yeah, have you seen the movie? Did it feel like you yeah, yeah. realized you were in the matrix all of a sudden? I've, I've seen that movie and that wasn't my matrix moment. I, I've already, like before that, I already had probably like, I don't know, too many matrix moments. And then even moments that actually were like binary code moments is what I would call them where I would have like a, a feeling in my heart and I would go into it and it would feel like this stillness and I would feel like a pulse go out and everywhere there was space, I would experience zeros. And then everywhere there was like a, something filling that space, I would experience ones. So <laughs> that was my matrix moment. Um, in that moment, I just felt like it was a, a gnosis, a, a download some people call or like a direct message or direct insights. Um, from like Uranus is what it felt like because at that time I was working with that planet and that glyph um, as a symbol and just like feeling it, writing it, um, seeing where it could fit in my body energetically. And so then from that point on, I started being able to, yeah, receive nonlinear information in moments. And it would essentially like, you're three, like in that one moment, I was like, I know astrology five months faster now. Like I was already like accelerating the process. So yeah, I don't usually really talk about that, but like that's really why not? It's why yeah, not? Why not? yeah, it never usually comes up, but it's alive right now. So that's we use that's really how it happened. Yeah. So Cameron, before I let you go, I do want to be sure to ask you about because I wanted to tap into some of your wisdom a little bit. Um, as the year began, so a month ago, um, like literally the night of the first of the brand new year, I started feeling not so well. And it was followed by a couple of days of throwing up, a couple of days of fever, a couple of days of this symptom, of that symptom. And now for the last couple of weeks, there's 
you know, it's pretty much gone, but you know, sometimes I get these moments with like a little bit of a, a cough. Um, what are your thoughts about this? What would you say from a, uh, intuitive herbalist, medical astrology perspective, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So the around, it was, it was like right before uh, Christmas Eve, I think it was, you know, it was like, Whatever happened then, I forget the exact placements. I know like the Saturn Uranus square happened. Exactly. And stuff like that. Yeah. And we moved in, we moved into Capricorn season and there was like a lot of planets going on. Or like essentially Saturn started being daddy of the sky for real, you know, like and Saturn is what brings on illness more than any other planet um, in astrology. So automatically that that happens. It also was just like a change of a season, which change the changing of the seasons is what actually brings in illness because in traditional Chinese medicine, they say the measure of one's health is their adaptability. So when things are changing, we have to be able to adapt. Or if we don't adapt, then um, we get uh, invaded or sickness. You know, they call it invasion, being invaded, essentially. Um, so, yeah, that's one thing. That's one thing. And that's the big thing. Uh, but then beyond that, too, yeah, I would say Saturn. Really, at the end of the day, Saturn. And then also the change of the season and yeah, I would I would kind of go there, but I also am curious from my herbalist perspective. Like I'm already like I already was thinking about a plant in my head. Like, had you already been feeling like depleted before, and did it come and go? Like, has it come and gone? Or, but ha- when you first felt it, did you have any experience of like bone? Like your bones kind of felt like a little achy, or have you experienced that? And okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I kind of figured that. So I'll tell you. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but it's incredible that the things that you're saying so far, because actually it was Saturn conjunct my eighth house sun, actually. And um, what was happening the weeks leading up to it, there was just a lot of work. There was a lot of work. And I really was feeling like I was pushing myself and running myself a little bit ragged with all that I had to do. And then I got sick and it was like, it was like the universe saying, okay, stop. You, you are embodied. You're not paying attention to your body. And so now you just got to stop and be still and not leave bed for a while. It was that kind of uh, thing. So it's so interesting what you just shared. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's a very Saturnian flavor of a thing. Uh, and that's something, too, about Saturn that sometimes I'm still like in this curiosity space of people feeling, believing that Saturn is about hard work. Um, because Saturn's not really a fast planet. It's a slow planet. It's a cold planet. And so in my experience, I am beginning to understand how it's about doing the work, but it's also about like patience. And so like pacing things is important, you know, and it rules, it rules Capricorn. So it's like, nobody runs up a mountain, you know? So it's like always just like having patience, but the plant that came up intuitively and Obviously, like, go see your physician about it for sure. But bone set was the plant that came up immediately before I even, like, said anything. It just, like, kind of came up. And so intuitively, from my herbalist perspective and all the planets and where they're at right now, bone set is, like, what I'm feeling into. So, yeah, that's what I'll say. Wow. I love it. This is one of the little perks of uh, having a school with the most brilliant astrologers in the world is that I get to say, hey, this is going on with me and I get really great advice. So thank you so much, Cameron. So like, let me just say to everybody out there once again, Cameron is coming to Synchronicity University uh, in 
March 2022 with a five-week course on medical astrology, a holistic approach. And of course, the very famous choose your tuition rate at Synchronicity University applies to the end of February 2022, as low as just $5 a class from this incredible caliber of teacher. Cameron, thank you. Like, just thank you right now for sharing your wisdom with me. I'm going to go look up that herb uh, for bringing your talent, your brilliance to my school, and for just being such a loving presence. I mean, you've definitely carved out your space within the astrology world. And I know you have so many people who love your work. And I mean, there's just so much love that shows up in your work. So it makes total sense that you would attract that love back. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you and all your reflections always and forever. And thanks for having me again. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited about your course too, Cameron. Thank you again for being here. And thank you everybody out there for watching. And until we connect again, take care. Bye. Peace.